Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Open Mic. My name is Coco, and today we have JC Williams on the podcast. What's up, everyone? We are so glad that you guys are here today. Today we are talking about single and ready to Christian mingle. Wait a second. I don't think we're talking about that, Coco. I think it's honestly just singleness. Oh, that's right. That's Purpose right. Purpose in singleness. Purpose in singleness. Oh, that's right. Well, that this is going to be a good topic today. JC, you know, a lot of times with these singleness podcasts, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people who aren't single that are on these podcasts. Is that the case today? I mean, I'm single, so I'm always checking (laughs) my podcast subscriptions for a singleness message. Same. I'm in the same boat. So I love that we get to talk about this because it's something that both of us were in this season, Mm -hmm. and um, it's cool. We get to work together, and so we get to kind of be in the season together and talk about the good things and talk about the hard things, too. So I am super excited to dive in, but really quick before we dive into this idea of singleness, why am I still single? single. Um, we just want to get to know you. So JC, I, I thought we could play a little game. All right. What is it? I figured we could guess each other's Starbucks order. Ooh, I think I could do this. If you think so, you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you guys don't know, Coco and I work together, so we'd be getting Starbucks almost <laughs> we love every our Starbucks day. <laughs> okay. Coco likes, it just depends on her mood. True. Sometimes True. she wants what I get normally (laughs) so I won't mention that one so she can guess mine but she does like a double shot on ice Mm. little splash of cream love that is this right yes you're so right (laughs) man it's like we work together or something I love that what's mine what's mine okay well it is uh it's the fall time Mm. right you know so which fall perfect time to start mingling with people just throwing that out there um man fall I'm gonna go some sort of pumpkin cold brew mm. sweet cream. Mm-hmm. I think I have that all mixed up, but cold brew with pumpkin spice sweet cream. <laughs> sweet cream, pumpkin cold brew. You had it. So you had close. it. Just mix the words up. So close. Man. Okay. Well, hey, we are going to be diving into this topic of singleness. And so uh, we just threw it out there on Instagram to just get some questions to see what people wanted to know about singleness and um, what those questions were. So we're just going to kind of go through those today. And so we're really excited to be talking about this. And One of the first questions um, is, how can I have purpose when I'm single? Man, I feel like that's such a good question. So many times I think when I think of singleness or when I hear of other people being single, we kind of treat it as like a present we don't want. Mm, Kind of like the coronavirus. Man, we're like, we don't want to get that. We would rather not have that. Quarantine yourself from being single. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) And, uh, and so, but I think the beautiful thing is that like God has given us this gift of singleness, right? At this moment, maybe it's not forever. Mm -hmm. Um, but like he's given us that singleness. And so we can use this time like no, like never before. Like mm-hmm. we can use this to glorify God. Um, man, we've talked about Ephesians two ten. For we we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things He has planned for us long ago. I love that verse because mm-hmm. that to me means, hey, God has good things for every single one of us, not just married people, not just single people, but for every single one of us. And we have an opportunity to do the good things he has planned for us. So therefore, we can live our life on purpose. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I just think it's important to point out that you're a whole person before you meet someone else. Absolutely. So God created you to... Um, be unique, to have desires, to have a certain mm-hmm. per- personality, to um, glorify him in all that you do. And that doesn't matter if you're sing- single or married. He he wants you to be who you created him to be and to honor him with all you've been given, mm-hmm. no matter what your stage of life is. Yeah. I love that. Like life's not about getting married, but it's about serving Jesus. Yeah. That absolutely. like puts it in perspective, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I love that. I love Matthew six thirty three says, but seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And so like our goal is to, like seek Jesus, seek mm-hmm. his kingdom, and he's going to take care of the rest. And that's such a, a comforting promise that like we can just trust God with that. Uh, so JC, what are some examples mm-hmm. um, of your life, of how you have lived your life on purpose and even in this time of being single? Yeah. Yeah. So I just graduated college from Missouri State in May 2020. Um, Corona graduate over here. But um, yeah, I think in college I didn't have a relationship. So I really invested in the people God brought into my life. So younger girls who were also in a season of singleness, I got to kind of disciple them in a way and teach them about the things God was teaching me. Um, And that's something I'm really passionate about because I had someone do that to me when I was a freshman. And so all throughout college, my four years, I was like, I really want to use this time wisely, investing mm-hmm. in other people, investing in my relationship with God, because I knew that time um, is of the essence. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should use our That's time good. so wisely, um, and God doesn't ever make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like, if he gives you a season um, of singleness or a certain amount of time to live for him and to mentor someone else mm-hmm. or disciple someone else, then use it to all his glory, Um I just tried to remind myself all the time, like, you don't need to be selfish right now Mm. about, like, what do I want for myself? Like, how can I make this about me? You just need to take the focus more off yourself and more on other people because God will bring people into your Mm. life to invest into um, if you ask him for it. So, Mm. yeah. I love that. And I think it goes back to, like, you were literally just saying, like, Lord, how do you want me to use this time? Um, And when we give, like, it all to the Lord and we surrender to him, he is going to use us. And that's the coolest thing because when we are single, we have more time to invest. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Like I would say to anyone out there who's single and maybe they're struggling with like, man, I'm just really struggling because I'm sad or I'm, I wish I was married. Maybe take, you know, a few days, whatever to say, Lord, I'm not even going to think about that. I'm going to switch my perspective to, okay, maybe I am sad, but Lord, how do you want me to use this time right now? Who am I supposed to invest in? And I Mm -hmm. think he's going to show you, and I think he's going to give you opportunities. And then that just makes it so, it's such a joy to be able to serve Jesus. So I think it's, I think that would be a good practice there. Man, that's good, JC. Thanks for sharing that. Um, Okay, our next question coming in from Instagram. Is it wrong to desire marriage? Hmm. Hmm. I would say no. I mean, God (laughs) created us with the desires of our heart. Um, So he knows what those desires are. Um, He knit us together. That's what Psalm says. So he knows already what we are thinking, how we are feeling, and when we're desiring something. So we shouldn't try to hide that from him. We should never be ashamed of those feelings because he already Mm. knows what it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What do you have to say about that? 
Man, I think, I mean, God created marriage. So mm-hmm. if you, if we look to the Bible and if we're like, man, we, we are desiring something, we want something. Um, if we go back to, okay, who created marriage? God did. So it is a good thing. Right. And so I mm-hmm. think that, uh, we can bring those desires to the Lord. And I, I love that. Like he is our father. He wants to hear yeah. us and he wants us to come to him with those desires. And we can ask God for a relationship. We can ask God for a marriage. And I think, uh, um, I think he's pleased with that. He wants us to come to him. Um, and so I think sometimes, you know, we hear Psalms 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And I, we were talking earlier, I like that verse. And also, I, I don't know if I like that verse because yeah. I'm like, hold up. There's some things that I don't have yet, but mm. that helps me to uh, put it in perspective of like, God is going to shape my heart and shape my desires. And although it might not be what I want right now, mm. it's in God's timing and it's in his purpose. What do you think about that, JC? Yeah. Yeah. I would just add to that, that anytime we ask God for something and he doesn't answer it the way that we want him to, it's a character flaw in us. It's mm. not a flaw in him. Um, God is holy and perfect. Um, and Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? Um, so whenever God doesn't answer our questions or answer the desires of our heart, how we want them, uh, we need to just reflect on ourselves of like, why am I selfishly taking this out on God? Mm. Um, it's not a character flaw of his, it's, it's a flaw of ours. And we need to just be trusting that he mm-hmm. has something planned. He knows what we're desiring, mm-hmm. um, but we can never take it out on him as like, oh, you're not a good God anymore. You're not giving me what I want. Yeah, that's so good. I think too, like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. I love that because we can take so much comfort in that because we literally, like we're instructed to trust the Lord. He's going to, he's going to uh, show us what path to take. He is going to provide that relationship. He is going to uh, maybe not provide that relationship. But when we are living in this trust zone, like there's so much comfort there. And I think that as a single person, man, I, if I, if I'm desiring marriage, which I mean, I am desiring marriage. So it's like, that's something I do want. So what am I going to do? I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep asking. The Bible says, keep on asking, keep on knocking, um, and bring those requests to the Lord. And, uh, in his timing, he's going to show me what, what, path to take. He's Mm -hmm. going to provide that relationship. I mean, I think like it also helps us to not have to feel like we have to orchestrate everything, right? How many times have we been there where I'm like, okay, if I could just talk to this person and if I could get some Mm -hmm. one-on-one time with this person, then something could maybe happen, right? You try to make it happen You try to make it happen. I mean, we've all been there. We've been trying to make it happen. Um, But I'm convinced like the Lord has orchestrated so many other things in my life up to this point, he's, he is going to be the one to orchestrate Mm -hmm. a relationship. He's going to be the one who does that. And I would way rather it be him who does it Mm -hmm. than me to try to do it. So I have, I have a quick, funny example. I don't know if anyone out there, any of our listeners have listened or have watched to uh, Married at First Sight. Oh yeah. Okay. You got me hooked. Oh, it's, (laughs) here's the thing. It's insane, but so addicting to watch. That is like such a perfect example of somebody who wants marriage Mm. so much that they will literally marry a stranger. Okay, and for crazy. the most part, it's literally insane. You have to watch it just because it is crazy. Uh, but for the most part, like, it doesn't work out. 
And you can see that all they wanted in life was a marriage. And that's what they strived for. And that's what they wanted. And I like look at that and I'm like, oh my word. Like I never want to get to that point of like, that's all I want. Because then that's all you're focusing on. When in reality, there are so many other things that we can be doing to glorify God, to reaching people with the gospel. And when we Mm -hmm. just take a second to like take the eyes off of what we want and put on, okay, God, what do you want for my life? Then he's going to be the one to show you, to lead you, to guide you, to give you purpose and fulfillment, even in your mm-hmm. season of singleness. And so I think that, man, that, that show, you should check it out, but also, wow, it's such a, it's a, it's a good representation of something like, I, I, I don't want to get to that place. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So man, that's good. That's good. When I watched that show, actually, I was like, I really have to guard my heart right now because they jumped into this season of marriage and I was watching it thinking like, oh my gosh, it'd be so fun to like be married and get to be doing these things with a husband. And so I, media is like a huge mm. thing that I have to guard myself against, like scrolling yeah. through Instagram. I told Coco the other day, I'm like, everybody's at the pumpkin patch with their boyfriend getting engaged. Getting I'm like, <laughs> what is going on right now? Love these pumpkin patches. <laughs> But, um, yeah, there's, there's certain things that, um, that influence my life Mm -hmm. all the time where I have to be like, is this from God or is this from the world? Mm -hmm. Um, and I could wake up one day and be like, I'm perfectly content. My singleness, I have this girl to meet up with today Mm -hmm. and I have this job to get done today and I'm going to do it to glorify God. But the next day I could wake up and be like, I want a husband Mm -hmm. right now. And, um, it's just hard. So we're just doing this podcast coming from a place of we're going through yeah. this right now with you. We, we don't have more knowledge than you, more experience than you. We just have learned these things throughout the years because it's what God has taught us. Yeah. I think that's so good. Yeah. We definitely, uh, we feel these things. And, uh, I think something that has helped me so much, JC, when I feel like, okay, Lord, I, I feel like I'm serving you. I'm doing what you want me to do. Uh, but there's this thing that I still desire, which is a marriage. And I, I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, I don't have that yet. So what, what, what am I doing wrong? Right. We yeah. can ask that question. Um, but I think what I have learned is it has to be like a daily surrender. Mm-hmm. Okay. God, this is something that man, I, it's on my mind. It's on my heart. I really want this day. I'm really struggling today. I'm going to give it over to you. These feelings that I feel, I'm going to give it over to you and I'm going to surrender it to you. Um, and then let me not dwell on it all day long and do what you've called me to do. And that's so freeing because you acknowledge, Hey, this is what I feel, but Lord, I'm giving these to you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to submit my thoughts to you. I mean, the Bible talks about how to take every thought captive. That's a good thought. That's a bad thought. Submit it to the Lord Mm -hmm. and let him do with it what he wants. And so, um, I think that daily surrender is so huge in, um, this season of singleness, because I think, especially as young adults, we are in that season of we're ready to get married. Uh, so we think, so we think, (laughs) Uh, but, uh, you know, God might not have that at this time or, you know, he ever, ever, which is something we just have to trust that God's plans are way better than mm. ours. Absolutely. So, man, that's good. Uh, so we're here in it with you listeners today. So, um, okay, here's our next question from Instagram. How do you navigate being a single who is constantly around couples? Mm. That's good. That's super good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like I said earlier, I just graduated and there's been, I can count on my hand, some friends I have that have gotten married recently. 
Um, and it sometimes that does make me feel like, oh, well, what's wrong with me? Why didn't I get picked mm-hmm. um, to be married right now? And that's just like straight a lie from Absolutely. Satan because like it's not like God views me any less. Singleness is a gift and marriage is a gift. So if you mm-hmm. were to get married right now, you'd be trading one gift for another. That's good. JC, come on. So we just got to receive our gift of, sing- of singleness and learn to celebrate others. And I know it's so easy to get jealous. Coco, mm-hmm. tell us how. You get jealous sometimes. Man, oh, absolutely. It can be hard when you see other people getting married and starting their family. Um, And I think the best way to combat jealousy is celebration. Mm -hmm. One time I had someone come up to me. I get to work with our interns here at at High Street, and literally three of them got engaged in one semester, and I threw a little engagement party for them, and I was so excited. And, Mm -hmm. And someone that night asked me, do you ever get um, like sad or jealous that your interns are getting married and you're not married yet? And I was actually really caught off guard with that question because I Mm. thought, absolutely not. Like, number one, I'm not supposed to marry those people. So I'm, I'm good on that. But also like um, for us to be able to have good, healthy relationships when other people do have the things that we want, Mm. what we should be doing is celebrating with them. And that is so good for our heart and for our soul to celebrate with other people um, because that, that is what's going to help us to combat jealousy. Mm -hmm. I I totally believe it. And even when we don't uh, feel it that we're like, Oh yeah, this is the, most fun thing to celebrate now like oh my goodness keep celebrating because like god is going to work on our hearts and i think Mm -hmm. that celebration is so key when we feel those feelings and when other people um get married because of course god i love this thought god has so many good things in store for every single one of us and what's the beautiful thing is that god's blessings never run out and so i mean in psalms it talks about how great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you you lavish Mm -hmm. it on those who come to you for protection and i love that because it's like god's blessings don't run out so that person getting engaged that person getting married that's not the last person getting engaged or the last person getting married the only last person available no like god has so many good um things in store for us and so i mean and what's cool too is like god is the one that puts love in people's hearts yeah i'm convinced of that so like it is so comforting to be like okay cool like i don't have to make this happen Mm. um and so yeah celebrating is just so huge yeah so yeah i mean romans 12 says rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep and i just think we absolutely need to celebrate others when Mm. they're in that season of marriage and Um, Like I have a friend who's getting married in 10 days and I'm so grateful that she's found someone who loves the Lord and who can lead her um, in, in a relationship with Jesus. But they've taken the time to like invest in me as a single person. Mm -hmm. And now both of them get to love me and still invite me into their home when they're married and um, just invest in me as someone who's single and they don't view me any less than or different. Mm -hmm. So I think Honestly, um, if you have friends that are married, then you should ask them, hey, can I still hang out with you guys? And I'm sure they're more than willing to to still invite you over for dinner and to Mm -hmm. spend time with you, to have a game night with you and invite their single friends as well. They they don't want to act like you're any different than they are. Mm -hmm. They just know you're in a different season with a different gift. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like so many times, like it's just so much easier for like the single people to hang and the married people to hang because you're in the same stage of life, right? And so it just takes intentionality to say like, hey, as a single person, I'm gonna invite that married couple over to have dinner with me or the married couple 
invite your single friends over and show them that like, hey, we still love you. And like as a single person, you can learn from that married couple. And then it's so important to have community of other people who are in that same stage of life so that you can encourage each other too. I think that's so good. JC, any other thoughts on that question? I don't think so. That kind of leads right into our next question, which is what to do when you realize you're not being content in singleness. Man, that is good because we've all been there, right? Yeah. I We've talked to, like, we can literally do this. We talked about this earlier. We can do this podcast, and then uh, in a few hours, the next day, whatever, we're like, man, I'm bummed I'm single. Yeah. Um, so I think that what to do when you realize you're not being content in singleness, man, this is huge. Uh, we have just a couple of things. Number one, bring it into community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we, can, we are made to do life together, and so when we can come uh, together, with people and, and just voice kind of what we're feeling, uh, we are made to be able to do that together. And so yeah. we can help each other. We can encourage mm-hmm. each other. We can borrow each other's faith when we're in community. And yeah. so bring it into community. I think that's so huge. Uh, JC, what would be the second one be? Yeah. Um, just, just to piggyback off that, I would say that like Matthew 18, 20 says where two or three gather my name, there I am with them. So absolutely be in community with other people, um, and just allow them to know what you're struggling with, allow them to speak into your life and encourage you like you're saying, Coco. Um, but point number two is go to God in prayer and go to the word to combat the lies you're believing. So like I was saying before, there's all kinds of lies or fears that can come into Mm -hmm. your head all the time, 24 mm-hmm. seven, honestly, for me. Um, and it's just good to have truth stored up in your mind to combat those lies with. Um, so I know that like a lot of time when we're in full-time ministry, well, Coco and I get to do ministry together, which is awesome. But we have this fear that there's no guys in ministry <laughs> that are going to want to lead us in yeah. ministry. Um, and so I know that's kind of a myth or something uh, popular going around right Mm -hmm. now in this culture, but we just have to be on purpose about praying that God would bring the right person into our life and not forgetting that calling that he has put on our Mm -hmm. heart. Um, Coco and I both feel like God placed the calling of ministry on our Mm -hmm. hearts and that's what he's provided for us. And we both have jobs doing it in the local church. Um, so we need to trust that he's going to use that. And if, if, we want to get married and we are supposed to get married in God's plan one day, he will bring someone that can lead us well in that area. Mm. Yeah, that's so good. And um, I think the third thing we would say is use your time wisely. Like Mm -hmm. look for ways to invest in people to share the gospel. Uh, You know, I think I'm, I'm single right now and I get to like spend time meeting up with girls, investing in young adults. Uh, and that's like the joy. Like it is so much fun to be able to do that, to lead people to the Lord. And and so I would say to anyone out there right now who is struggling and being content and singleness, I would say serve. Yeah, Like absolutely. jump in, serve. Um, because I think that seriously, the joy of the Christian life is found in service. And um, what you this is the time where you'll have the most time to serve. Mm. So you might as well just go for it and and serve like crazy. Get to church early. Look for opportunities to serve, and God's mm-hmm. going to, um, I think, soften your heart to, towards that and open up new opportunities where you're like, wait, how did I never do this before? Yeah, I think that's so good. So yeah, get in your local church, serve, and I think God is going to be so blessed by that. Yeah. And number four, just trust God. I know it sounds so cliche, but we really do just have to trust that he has a plan. Like we've been saying this whole time, um, trust that he has your best interest in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Anytime when you're 
just telling yourself, like, God doesn't have my best interest in mind. That's just a lie in a way mm-hmm. that Satan is trying to attack you and make you feel like you're not good enough or worthy enough of his love mm. or his plan for your life. So definitely trust in what he has for you because it's way better than what you could ever dream up for yourself. Mm, I love that. That's so good. Well, guys, I hope that today was an encouragement for you, for all the single people out there. Uh you know, we just want to let you know that, hey, we feel you. Mm-hmm. We know what it feels like. And uh, God is working. God, You never know what God is doing. And so we just want to trust him with our lives and with our status, too. And so I think that that is um, just really something that we can hopefully encourage you today. And uh, we're excited to see how God continues to use our stories in singleness at this moment and um, see how he provides in that, too. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks, guys.